Y Group invites all AEC industry leaders to the 2024 AEC Small Business and Entrepreneurship Forum, the premier event for small firms in the AEC sector. Experience innovative strategies and insights on May 21st, crafted by Zweig Group's industry experts. Engage in keynotes and interactive sessions focused on recruitment, retention, and business growth. Join Zweig Group for this unique networking opportunity and take your business to new heights. Secure your spot today and be part of the AEC industry's future. Visit ZweigGroup.com for more information. The Zweig Group team looks forward to welcoming you. You're listening to a special edition Zweig Letter Podcast, putting architectural, engineering, planning, and environmental consulting guru, Mark Zweig, and his team of experts, Straight Talk, in your ear. Mark has more than 30 years of experience helping AEP and environmental firms thrive, and these podcasts deliver his invaluable management, industry, client, and HR advice directly to you, free of charge. The Zweig Letter and the Zweig Letter Podcasts let you develop professionally wherever you are. Hey, folks, this is Randy Wilburn. I want to welcome you again to another episode of the Zweig Letter Podcast. Uh, Today, we have actually a special episode. Uh, We've got a roundtable discussion with some very, very smart individuals. Um, I've I've assembled uh, some of our interns as well as uh, one of our newer employees uh, to come join me today to just kind of talk about the future of the design industry from the perspective of of the millennial workforce. And and, uh, it should be interesting to just kind of hear what they have to say. And so those of you that are out there that are part of my generation, whatever generation you want to call it, generation um, Z, X or Y or whatever, and I'm not a baby boomer, but you know, we those of us that are between our 40s and our 50s, you know, I think it's important for us to have some perspective about, um, you know, this this generation coming up behind us, specifically the millennial group, uh, those 18 to 35 year olds right now that are in the workforce and that are that are actually doing some amazing things. I, I'm always blown away at the iteration and the ideas that I see come out of a lot of these young people, especially like these gentlemen that are in the room with me today. So um, honestly, even if you say, well, that person's not an engineer, that person's not an architect, so I'm not going to listen to them. Um, you'd be wise to take note uh, of what the, the the next generation is saying about things, um, both from a work perspective, uh, work-life balance, um, when they talk about just the things that are important to them. Um, the, I think the challenge that we that we have, especially in the design industry, is is tuning out um, this younger generation and not necessarily giving them um, uh, the time of day, if you will, because it's it's you know it's because it's like well I've I've been there, done that, so they have to learn the hard way, like I did, and I think that's. That's that's um that's a unfortunate um, focus that a lot of owners take uh, in these design firms. So I really want to encourage you to kind of listen closely to what these guys are saying and whatever nugget of truth you can take out of uh, of what we're going to share today, take that and use that for your benefit. And um, seeing as which even even I forget some things. I mean, this is our second go round of recording this because um, the first time I forgot to hit the pause button. So I don't know if my first intro was better than this one, but this is the one that you're going to get. So, uh, you know, we'll take it from there. But I've got Jordan Barrett with me. Uh, He's a new intern. And uh, by the way, we get all of our interns from the great University of Arkansas. 
um, Arkansas. It, we, we, hear, we are here based in uh, Fayetteville, Arkansas, which is where Zwei Group is based. We used to be based in Boston, but uh, we're now in a true college town, and we have been able to mine some of the greatest talent in the world right out of this university that's just down the road where about almost 30,000 students attend there. And so they're, they're great minds. And I'm always blown away when I, you know, hear some of these, some of our interns talking back and forth, because it's almost like we're in a mini Silicon Valley here. You know, everybody's excited about opportunities and they're not being limited by the fact that they're in the Midwest. And, you know, people say, oh, well, you're, you know, you're surrounded by pastures and cows and pigs and chickens and all this other stuff. Yeah, but, you know, great ideas happen and emanate anywhere. So I think um, I, I think we're we're certainly benefiting from that here in northwest Arkansas. But again, I've got Jordan Barrett. I've got Sanjay Jenkins. Uh, an outstanding young man, and uh, Chad Coldiron, um, I think, who's got probably one of the coolest names uh, that that uh, I've ever heard, and certainly um, he is he is more hot than cold, and uh, I know he's heard that a million times, but just an outstanding um, guy, consultant that works here in the office at Zweig, and, and uh, has really been doing some amazing things since he got here. So we're going to go ahead and get started. Um, this is going to be more of a roundtable discussion, so certainly I, I just encourage you to, to take what it Take from it what you can and what you can use, but I think it should be a lot of fun. So, you know, Chad, without further ado, man, I'm, I'm so glad that you you came to join us this morning. And um, I'd love to just kind of hear your thoughts about um, your perspective on things from, uh, from, from, from your generation with this industry, what you've learned so far and uh, where you kind of see things going and, and, you know, just, just, just talk. Well, thank you for having us all on this morning. Uh, as a millennial, I can tell you right now that I do not speak for every one of us, uh, but what I do know is that most of the people that I talk to uh, in my age in the workforce, uh, um, we really just want to bring value to the company uh, or the firm that we're working with. Um, one of the best things about Zwei Group is that it really allows us to do that here. Um, since my uh, first week, uh, one of the uh, one of our longtime uh, consultants, uh, he's actually uh, in an office uh, in New York, uh, Ted Majeka, he told me on my first day. Um, learning this industry is going to be like drinking from a fire hose. And man, he was right. Uh, but for me, the most fun is the change and the growth. Um, and in that itself is the real X factor at Zwei Group. The attitude for planning for the future around here is amazing and, and we don't dwell on the past as it's something that we know we cannot change. Uh, the focus is growing at Zwei Group brand. Um, and, and that really is kind of the, the focus of, uh, of Northwest Arkansas too. Randy kind of touched on that. Um, we're, we're one of the fastest growing uh, um, metropolitan areas, I think, maybe behind Minneapolis, St. Paul, and, and a couple others in the, uh, in the, in the big markets. Um, and uh, basically, uh, if it has to do with uh, the future of uh, Zwei Group and growth, there's a really good chance I'm going to be able to get any director in the building to uh, really jump in and grow that conversation with me. Um, really, some of the, the best takeaways, I guess, that I've had from my time here so far are, are just going to be... the. I've had, I got the most clear definition of what marketing is I've ever had in my entire life. Um, and the reason for that is the realization that it's, it's pretty clear that the AEC uh, industry uh, is a little bit behind in, uh, when it, the way it needs to support marketing functions. And, uh, and they can do more than they currently do. Um, it's uh, it's kind of obvious if you, if you look at some of the patterns like the names of firms or some of the block letters they have in their lobbies. Uh, but, uh, but first, you have to make sure that you really 
they really understand the definition of marketing as an organization. And that's what we do here at Zwei Group. Um, we can go in from the top down and, uh, and really define that for, uh, for everyone in the organization, all the way from the, uh, the person up front, all the way to, uh, to, your, to your director of marketing or, uh, or anyone in charge there. Um, basically, uh, the, the firms that invest more in real marketing, they just outperform other firms. It's plain and simple, and uh, it's, it's definitely a trend that anyone in the business can see these days. So getting to, uh, getting to sit in on some of, some of these things and, and really just start to, to learn this industry has been a, has been a real eye-opener for me. Um, the, the growth and the change is the challenge that I was looking for in coming over to this industry and, uh, and really just coming to work every day with, with some of the minds that are in, the, in this office are, uh, is really the, the true blessing that I, that I feel like I have right now. Okay, well that's cool. So 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 let's let's take this a little further because I would love to I would love to know, and I think the audience would like to hear what were your perceptions before you got involved in this industry? You came out of the insurance industry, is that correct? I was, yes. Yeah. Okay. And and just for for everyone's edification, at Zweig we we have found talented people in just about any industry and brought them in and and, and have. Um, um, I don't know if I could use swag as a verb, but swag them up to, <laughs> to the point where they, 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 they get it and are able to add value to just about any conversation that, that we would have with a client. But, but I mean, you came out of a different industry and, 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 and I'm curious to know, and, and this, this might be helpful for the listening audience, what was your perception of engineers and architects before you actually got involved uh, well, I'll be honest. Uh, one of the most surprising things to me is the uh, is the high level involvement of, uh, of some of these principal architects and engineers. Um, they run these companies. These are these are their brainchilds. Um, they're uh, for the most case there there isn't a, you know the the big business guy who came out of the uh, you know Harvard Business School that, that's actually running these highly successful firms. Um, and for them to to grow to where they are, just coming from uh, someone who or, a mind as focused as an engineer's can be um, it, it is really a testament of how hard these guys work um, because it's not easy for them to get out there and do all the, the, the functions that your business needs to grow um, because they are architects and engineers. Um, and I, I, I've, uh, I've got a family member who's an architect. Um, we, we, definitely, we see buildings differently. We see roads differently. We see everything differently. Yeah. So that's, that's one of the, the, the cool perspectives, I think, about being an architect or an engineer is, you know, engineers, um, I have a friend who I think looks at everything and he, he tries to figure out how he could take it apart and put it back together. Right. And, and, and then all my, all my brother wants to talk about when we see a building is, is the ceiling structure, how the windows are put in. And, yeah. and those are just uh, perspectives that I've never gotten before. So to, to kind of get to dig into the mind of, a, of these people a little bit doing what we do, uh, it, it's very interesting. Uh, it's, uh, it's safe to say that, you know, we all uh, think and see things differently every day. Yeah. And, uh, you know, you, you just never know what the person next to you is is really thinking until you open up the conversation. Yeah. And, and you know, you, you bring up a great point. I mean, I think, you know, when you think of the built environment and you think of the value that, you know, good engineers and architects bring to the table and the fact that a lot of them, like you said, are able to switch gears in a business context and physically run their business, but then also do great design at the mm -hmm. same time. All of those people that are out there that are doing that are to be applauded because it is not an easy task. It's almost like running two jobs. It's almost like having two jobs. Mm -hmm. um, and and it's, it's also one of the reasons why really good engineers and architects that understand business and how to run it are so successful. And they're almost head and shoulders above the rest. 
And and so, you know, and, and, and fortunately for us as consultants, management consultants to the design industry, we're able to come in and kind of provide that um, that uh, experience and kind of kind of maybe shorten that gap that a lot of firms have in terms of the ability from a business perspective to run things the way that they need to be run because they do such great design. But then sometimes they come up short on the business side of things. And so, you know, I'd like to think and, and, and this is not to toot our own horn here at Zwy Group, but I'd like to think that we're able in a lot of instances from a consulting standpoint to to bridge that gap for firms and just help them get to a greater understanding of of their strengths and weaknesses and and how even in those weaknesses that you can, you know, seek out the, the help of a good consultant that will, you know, kind of help you, you know, with those issues that uh, you're not as strong in. Um, and it's just it's just one of those things that just makes perfect sense. Right. And, and a lot of times we never ask for help until we absolutely need it. But I think especially in this industry, um, when you're doing something as as important as building roads or designing buildings that don't collapse and bridges that don't collapse. And, you know, I mean, that's 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 hard work. Um, and so, you know, we can't expect you to do everything, but again, you have to get your businesses in the type of shape that allow you to be successful and to continue to go out and making and, and designing great things. So, I mean, you, you bring up a great point and, and you're right. Engineers and architects look at things totally differently than we do. And, and I, and I, I've always appreciated that no more though, though, than when I came to Zweig and understood what it was like working for the design industry. So I've always counted it a pleasure to serve uh, in this industry, because I know I'm doing something. It's not so much that it's so noble, but it's that, well, I'm, I'm actually helping out people that are really doing great things in our society. So, um, and I know that's a little hokey. Maybe I should have some background music to go with that, but, um, <laughs> you know, but that's, that's the deal. But no, I, I, I appreciate that. Um, you know, I, I'd be curious, Sanjay, to know, you know, you, you just, um, you just, uh, just got in to things a couple of months ago and you've been working with us now and um, you actually are, are an entrepreneur in your own right. And, um, you know, I'd be curious to get your perspective on things and what you've seen so far, just coming in and helping out. You've kind of, you know, touched your feet in M&A. You've done some work on the marketing side of things. Um, and you've also helped us with executive search. And um, I'd be curious to see what your thoughts are about the industry and what some of your perceptions were coming in versus what they are today. Um, yeah. First of all, thank you for having me on this podcast. This no is uh, this is actually really exciting. <laughs> and um, I came into uh, you know working at Zwy Group with uh, very little sort of information, uh, any sort of knowledge, um, preconceptions about the design industry. I um, would say that I'm I'm more. I've always been more on the tech side. I think that's part of the the sort of the the, the trend uh, with. With, with some millennials and right. um, so I didn't really think about the the, the built environment um, you know just what engineers and architects do um, but you know if you you know spend a little bit of time thinking about it you realize like I mean everything that you know you do um, you know is related to what uh, engineers and architects have done like the spaces that we occupy um, and I think that's really really special um, Coming in, I, I mean, I'm a marketing intern primarily, but I, you know, again, as you said, I've done executive search work, um, and you know, helped other parts of the organization. And um, something that I've noticed in 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 the in the architecture engineering industry um, is that 
there's a lot of potential um, for marketing to be a, like a huge value add for everybody, especially in the digital space. I think um, the the A industry, and this is not uh, necessarily a bad thing, um, is, is sort of like lagging in, in terms of digital media. Behind, behind, behind the eight ball, yeah. if you will. Absolutely, yeah. it's not. Yeah. It, it is. It's 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 the elephant in the room that nobody wants to talk about. And and uh, you're absolutely right. I mean, it's just. Um, I'm I'm constantly reminding um, leaders of firms that look, you guys have to embrace this social culture that we're in. Um, everything's being done. I mean, I'm, I'm I'm holding up my my phone here. Everything's being done on this device. Uh, people are consuming so much information, and I I keep telling firms that if they're not on here as much as they are on other things that they're going to, they're going to miss out on a lot of opportunities. So absolutely. Like I think, um, right now all of the attention's on mobile, uh, on, 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 on the, on the digital media. Um, not all, but like most I would say. And I think it's important that, um, you know, anyone in any sort of business understands the importance of, of having some sort of presence on these platforms. Um, and that's something that I've, and I've really tried to push here um, at Zwei Group. You know, we, we've been um, sort of revamping our whole Instagram strategy. Um, and uh, just, I'm going to sort of like segue over here for a little bit. I think Instagram is the like single most powerful um, tool that the uh, AE industry has at its disposal. In, uh, Instagram and Pinterest, just because, um, you know, engineers and architects build things that people can see. I mean, these are tangible spaces and, you know, they're beautiful spaces that, that need to be shared. And I think uh, um, a, a lot of firms need to, to sort of just spend a little bit more time uh, telling their story and, and sharing uh, the things that they create with the world because people are interested. People want to know how these things are put together. They want to know, um, you know, what's happening, what the trends are, and, and people care about that. Yeah, no, you 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 bring up a great point, and um, and it's so funny because, I mean, it's one of the reasons why uh, Facebook bought Instagram. Yep. I mean, they, you know, Zuckerberg is no joke. Level, he yeah. he he understands it and gets it. I mean, and now, you know, and and he, they basically have taken Instagram and pivoted and added new features. Mm -hmm. um, they have, you know, kind of they're right up there with Snapchat as mm -hmm. far as the capabilities that Instagram can do now with, with the stories. Right. Um, so it's it's important for people to understand that, and I and I get it. I mean, I'm 47. And I know that there are people that are my age and that are older that are like, oh, I just don't have time for that. All I need to do is do this next project that I'm working mm -hmm. on. But the reality is, is that if you want to set your firm up for long-term success, you constantly need to be thinking about what's around the corner. If you are acting nostalgic about the way things used to be, yeah. that's the problem that you run into. Right. And that's the issue that we see a lot in the design industry. And we talk about it all the time. I've talked about it with people like Will Schneer from Big Red Dog and others about, you know, his whole mantra is, you know, we want to be a stodge free environment. You know, when you think of most engineering firms, you think of stodge, you think of, you know, all buttoned up approach <laughs> and this is that. And I, and I get it. It's important. I mean, what, what engineers do and what architects do are important. I'm not belittling that. My point is simply that um, sometimes we need to get outside of ourselves and see what everybody else is doing and understand it within the context of what we're trying to do. So like you're right, I mean, um, one of the things that I will say is like, you know, on Instagram and especially on Pinterest, 
you know, people in the interior design space, which is part of the design industry, they use it all day long. Oh, yeah. And they kill it they do. on Pinterest. Because mm-hmm. my wife gets a ton of ideas from some really top design interior designers from some of some of the companies that are actually clients of ours here at Zweig. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, there are ways to utilize that. And I know that there are only so many ways that you can s- snap a photo of a brick or of, of <laughs> concrete being poured or rebar and or, you know, you fill in the blank, any any uh, item or, or, or product that comes out of the, the design space. But you have to understand, really, it's you're just telling a story. Absolutely. And and, and you know, my 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 idea would be simply to maybe tell a story of a project that you're doing mm-hmm. from start to finish, because what you'll find is that you will. Um, find an audience mm-hmm. for that story. People that you might not even think are even relevant, but that are relevant and that people will start to hear about things. And then all of a sudden it catches on. And then, you know, Channel 11 calls you and says, look, we want to do a story on this this building that you're building because you've told such a compelling narrative on Instagram. We'd like to learn more about it. Yeah. And then all of a sudden you're on, you're on the evening news That's at how six and at 11, right? right? I mean, so, and, and you can't pay for that kind of exposure. You can't. I mean, so, you, you know, you're absolutely right. And, and I think, I mean, I, I'd love it if you have any other tips or advice that you might want to share just in terms of what you know about it. I know you've 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 started a, a company called Boxy and and, um, and and it's a really cool company as, a, as an aside. And, you know, we, we try to hire people that uh, are really uh, innovative and entrepreneurial in their thinking. And so, Sanja, you've definitely been that way. But, um, you know, I mean, tell us a little bit about what your thoughts are about the different platforms, Instagram, Facebook, yeah. um, Snapchat, how it might be relevant. Because some people, like I said, are, are looking at this and saying, look, my 11-year-old's on Snapchat. I'm not about to get on Snapchat right. and start talking about any projects that I'm working on. I get it. But why don't you just talk a little bit about you know, some of these different um, different uh Oh, yeah. Social I, can, media you know, I can do this all day. I know. Actually. I know you can. So, so. With, uh, with my, with my you know, company, Boxy, which I actually founded uh, with Jordan over here, um, a lot of our success came from using Instagram. We were able to, you know, grow our audience, and I really have to say, I mean, this is mostly Jordan's doing. Um, we were able to grow our audience organically very quickly, and um, a lot of that was just just t- telling our story very organically. Yeah. Um, you know, what Boxy is? It's a it's a pet subscription box company. Um, toys and treats for cats and dogs. Every box we send to a customer, we send one to an animal shelter. Right. That's the story. That's the narrative. We're you know we're we're giving back. It's like Tom's shoes for pets. Absolutely, <laughs> pretty much, yeah. Um, and you know tools like Instagram, tools like you know Facebook, Snapchat, uh, they've all been really great uh, ways for us to tell our story. And you know we uh, we've we've derived a lot of value from that. And I think. Um, just sort of like going back to the, you know, the AE industry and, and where the, the strengths are, um, I think, um, like if you're an architect and you design something just gorgeous, uh, you know, your phone now has the capability to take, you know, almost DSLR level photos. Like yeah, they're, 4K. They're, it shoots, as, I yeah, mean, it, it shoots in 4K, 4K video, so, Absolutely. I mean, it doesn't get much better than that. It doesn't. You can do so much damage just from your cell phone now. Um, so, I would say do a lot of really just beautiful photographs on, on on Instagram. And when you post it, don't just post and say, you know, here's, you know, tell your story in the description. And then when you're trying to build out your sort of organic audience, 
um, you really got to leverage hashtags. Yeah. And I know it's really cliche to say, you know, use the hashtags, but there is a lot of value. We grew our audience at Boxy um, significantly, um, just making sure that we, we stuck to the 11 plus hashtag philosophy. Um, and these are hashtags are always relevant to what we're posting and what our business is about, but also to, you know, the community at large. So um, actually the week before I started at Zwag, I created a little uh, just test Instagram page and I just found really great, uh, you know, buildings, you know, just interior um, design photos uh, from the internet and I would, would share them on this Instagram page. And I was able to grow that audience, I mean, to like, it wasn't very big. I, I, it was about 100 people in the first day. Um, but, I mean, that was just purely organic. Yeah. Um, and so I think the design industry needs to leverage Instagram's ability and then also Pinterest. I think Pinterest is definitely um, um, not talked about as much as Instagram and Facebook. Right. I would say the, the real strength is... Um, uh, you know, the, with the new stories feature, you can actually sort of authentically tell your own story with, with the people behind it. And right. I think people nowadays uh, in social media really care more about the people behind these brands and these companies than they do just about these brands. Um, so it's very important to make sure that you you do bring out the life within your company. Right. Um, with Facebook, I think the, the real power um, is, is in video. Facebook is a really great platform for video. Yeah. Um, and that's only going to get bigger. I, I think, you know, with, with Instagram's, uh, you know, it, it wasn't that long ago when Instagram brought out the video feature. Um, and then also both platforms, they just have a fantastic like ad program. Yeah. It yeah. is amazing how much targeting you can do on, on, on both platforms. Um, I mean, we just we just did the video yesterday. Absolutely, and yeah. Chad was part of that, and Jordan was Jordan part of, was it, part yeah, of that, exactly. and and you shot it, yep. and I wrote the script, and right. we all kind of collaborated together, and probably within an hour, yep. we had a video that was done. We got granularly focused in terms of the location. So mm -hmm. from a geo uh, a geo perspective, we geolocation perspective, you know, we hyper hyper focused on one area of the country. Yep. Uh, for a, an event that we were doing and, and created a nice little simple commercial and got it out there. Yeah. I mean, a couple of years ago, you could have never done that, you know, yeah. or you could have just put it out on YouTube and hope for the best. Right. But Facebook allows you to kind of really just, just yeah, just get laser down. focused. Exactly. So. And, and that's, that's a tremendous value. Um, also with Facebook, the, there's, they have the 360 video capabilities, yeah. which again, in the design industry, in the built environment, that, I mean, that's a huge you know, value add. Yeah. If you're able to do like a 360 walkthrough of, of a really great building that you just designed, right. people want to see that. That's yeah. content that people care about nowadays. And the technology to, you know, to create that is, is very accessible. Yeah. Um, you, it's in your pocket. It is. It really, it really is. is in yeah. your pocket. So, um, and then with with sort of Snapchat, Snapchat doesn't get talked about as much. People, uh, people have been saying Snapchat's on its way out. I think Snapchat's about to go through a, a reinvention. Yeah. Or they're about well, to bring with out the, some with big the, with features the, with the glasses and everything. Yeah. And the lenses. I mean, you're going to be able to. I mean, they're hard to come by right now. Mm -hmm. But uh, as more and more people get them, I think you're going to see. It's a different. It, there's a different play with Snapchat. It's going to be interesting to see what yeah. happens. I mean, people like Gary Vaynerchuk are really bullish on. 
on Snapchat, yeah. and that's what you know. That's one of my favorite guys, and and um, we'll we'll uh, I'll put a link in the show notes to to Gary because I mean anybody that doesn't know this guy, he's a real character. You know, he's got a potty mouth, but that but that's okay. And and yeah. uh, you Gary know, Gary Vaynerchuk so. is the reason why I'm in the marketing <laughs> area. I'm being completely honest. I remember yeah. it was like it was two years ago. I was uh, I was watching some YouTube videos. Uh, one of the vloggers on YouTube, Casey Neistat, he, yeah. uh, you know, he was over at Gary's office because he received investments from him, and and since then I've been hooked. And um, Gary's very much, you know, you tell your story, yeah, and 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 be quick about it, yeah. And and, and I think that, I think also Gary's message would would resonate with any engineer or architect. You know, yeah. his whole idea and his whole his whole persona is, you know, to thy own to thine own self be true. Right. I mean, it's don't worry about what other people are doing. Do you. Yep. Right. Architects, engineers, those of you guys that are listening to this, just continue to do you do what has gotten you guys to where you are now and figure out where you want to go next. And, and, you know, don't you know, you don't necessarily have to reinvent yourself, but you do need to be aware of what's out there around you and how you continue to do you based on um, what is accessible to you. And I think that's just something important to uh, you know, to, uh, to realize and understand. And so, um, well, no, I appreciate that, man. And, you know, I, again, I, I didn't want to bring Jordan into the room and not talk to you, man. So I'd love to just, you know, get your thoughts and, and, uh, just, just some initial, um, feedback based on, um, you know, just chiming in on what we've been discussing and, and, uh, would love to, uh, find out what your what your thoughts are about the industry so far. I know you've been doing some M and A research and M and A work, and and so, uh, and we certainly appreciate having you here. I mean, you've got an entrepreneurial mind, so what, it just you know, what are your what what's your two cents to this conversation? Yeah, thanks for having me, Randy. Um, so I'll start by saying, having grown up in an engineer's household, I've definitely seen the highs and lows, you okay. know, of uh, working in the industry. Yep. Um, also during that time, I've gathered a lot of what I like to call one percents. It's, uh, you know, the small tidbits, the little bits of information that, you know, add up, uh, and a culmination of those one percents, um, can, you know, be pretty beneficial when you jump into an industry like this. Um, so definitely, uh, having kind of an analytical business mind, uh, and also having worked for, you know, a couple of, uh, architecture, architecture, engineering design firms, it's been uh, very enlightening to, um, kind of bridge the gap, if you will, between, uh, you know, working actually in the industry and then coming in uh, to Zwei Group and working in M&A. Right. Um, it's definitely been insightful and, uh, you know, really helped uh, facilitate, you know, my process of uh, getting in here and learning what I've been able to learn and help in the ways that I can. Okay. All right. So, so how would you, I mean, when you look at the way that we operate here and the way that we run this firm and the way some of these, uh, engineering and architectural firms run that and, you know, what you've kind of experienced at Boxy, how would you, how would you, uh, compare that? Uh, it's definitely, definitely different. Um, you know, working in M and A and then, uh, is you really have to learn how to facilitate, negotiate, um, which, you know, I'm just getting thrown into. And then, you know, when you have your own company it's a little small startup you know it's uh you have to put in a lot more legwork than you would uh, you know coming in and doing something like this here as wide group it's right. uh, a lot more operationally focused you gotta you know be uh very tedious and anal if you will uh <laughs> focusing on the the smaller operations of what you're actually trying to accomplish 
Yeah. Well, I think, you know, it's it's okay to be anal sometimes. I mean, sometimes you just have to hyper focus on some things and not, you know, and especially look, I, as far as I'm concerned, I, I would hope that every engineer and architect is that way because, I mean, again, the responsibility that they have for what they build is ridiculous. I mean, it's just, I, I get it. And so uh, we expect that. Um, I, I think um, one of the, the big takeaways would be that, that's, that, you know, there's that, and then there's just the overall narrative and story for your organization, for your company, and what you're trying to tell. And just like what you're doing with Boxy, and you know what we're doing here at Zweig, and what those of you that are listening to this that are doing with your engineering and architectural firms. I mean, it's you've got to be thinking about the narrative and and what you're trying to tell. And it's so important. And it's 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 you know it's it's good that firms are focused on you know designing great things and, 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 you know, creating pretty, pretty drawings and all that other stuff. Um, but you also need to be thinking about what's coming down the road. And, and, uh, and certainly for this next generation, this, the group of gentlemen that are in front of me all dressed really well and, 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 you know, that represent themselves, um, you know, in, in such an awesome way, you, you need to be thinking about how you're going to attract these guys and gals to come, uh, to your firm and work with your firm and make it a great place, right? And especially, and I'm talking to you 60 plus year old owners that, you know, when you start thinking about ownership transition, you need to have somebody to transition to. And um, for you young guys, it's not something that you're really thinking about right now. But the reality is, is that um, there there is a major issue in the design industry, especially when it comes to ownership transition. And I'm kind of switching gears here, but it's the idea that, look, you need to be bringing in new talent fresh ideas because then that makes your organization it continues to make it relevant and valid and it allows you to kind of pivot when you need to and build on some new ideas that uh, maybe you just didn't have but if you hire somebody that has them and you can figure out a way to execute them then you know as an organization you're you're all the better for it so um parting thoughts any any last parting thoughts real quick i'll just pass the mic around to to you three guys jordan you you have anything you want to say no, it's okay. It's all right if you, if you don't have anything. That's it's fine. So, I know Sanjay will say something for you. I'm sure. Yeah, oh, everybody's got something to say. No, uh, I'm I'm just really excited to see um, how the the A industry involve, evolves. Um, you know, incorporating digital media, mm -hmm. and uh, I'm very excited to be a part of this Y group. I think there's a lot of growth happening here, and I'm really really just very very excited to be a part of this. Well, that's awesome. Well, we're certainly excited to have you and, and uh, Jordan here for sure. And uh, Mr. Coldiron? Yeah, uh, everybody just strap in for the next decade in this industry. Uh, I think it's going to be a big one. Um, I know there's going to be a lot, a lot of building, a lot of growth, a lot of infrastructure work uh, going on throughout our, uh, throughout the uh, the marketplace. So um, anyone who's in my position, just, uh, just try to be ready for it and then make sure to hop on that opportunity whenever it presents itself. Absolutely. Well, thank you so, so much uh, to Jordan Barrett, Sanjay Jenkins, and Chad Coldiron. Uh, really appreciate you guys coming on. Folks, I just want to remind you um, all the information that you've heard here, we'll, we'll certainly have it in our show notes. And if there are any links to anything that were that was that were mentioned today, that will uh, you'll have access to that online at the, the Zweigletter.com. 
Um, wanted to just remind you, if you are listening to this on iTunes, we'd love a five-star review. If you think it sucks, tell us it sucks and we'll, 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 we'll try to correct it. We get all kinds of feedback and advice here. So, you know, we, we are, we try to be true to ourselves and and, in areas where we need to improve, we'll improve, but we, we, we can't do it without you, the listening audience. So I really want to encourage you uh, to speak up and let us know what you think. And we've gotten some really great feedback and advice and emails from the listeners audience. So please, you know, just let us know and also share this with your friends. It's it's really important for you. And I have one more thing I want to share with you is that um, we want to thank you for listening to this podcast by offering you a free copy of the Zweig letter and, and don't, there's still more, a free subscription to Civil Plus Structural Engineer Magazine. You've heard it right. I'm giving you a free magazine. Just visit free tzl.zweiggroup.com and uh, everything that you need is there. A link to all of this information, including contact information for our guests, will be in our show notes. Uh, you can follow these guys on Twitter and, and uh, on Instagram. And uh, we'd love it um, uh, if you just uh, just let us know what you think about this podcast. I'm Randy Wilburn, and you've been listening to Zweig Group Media, part of Zweig Group. We thank you so much for enjoying this podcast, and we look forward to talking with you soon. See you next week. Thanks for tuning in to this special edition Zweig Letter podcast. We hope that you can apply Mark's no-holds-barred advice to your daily professional life. For a free six-week subscription of the Zweig Letter, please visit freetzl.zweiggroup.com to gain more wisdom and inspiration, in addition to information about leadership, finance, HR, and marketing your firm. Subscribe today. Subscribe today.